Kevin, this is the God's honest truth. I just, I had to double check. I, I know it's October, what? It's October 3rd, right? Yep. I had to check to make sure this wasn't April 3rd or May 3rd or June 3rd or July 3rd or August 3rd. Because I've seen this crap before. I, I, I mean, seriously, I've seen this Groundhog Day, you know, uh, stilted, inactive offense. I don't know if an offense can be inactive all season long. I mean, the Twins don't have to, the Twins don't have to hear about losing 18 consecutive playoff games in a row after this. Yeah, look. But you know what? Now we can talk about Vladdy and Bo, the Vladdy-Bo era Jays. They haven't won a game yet. They've lost five postseason games. And the clock is ticking on this core. Like, however we want to sugarcoat it, they're not all going to be here for the next four or five years. So um, that's where we are right now. We'll start the discussion at 416 870 star 590, Yes, indeed, it is only one game. It is a best of three series. They've got Jose Barrios going tomorrow. Uh, but Kevin, fourth inning. The fifth inning, the sixth. As you said, they had a Tobico on the base pass <laughs> most, of, most of, of this game. They got one run. They had the first batter of the game reaching an error. That is a golden opportunity. Belt pops up. Guerrero grounds out. Bichette flies out to right. Bo gets two hits, scores a run, runs into another out at home plate. But for me, the whole game comes down to, and we'll talk about Kevin Gossman, folks. Don't worry, because we got to talk about Kevin Gossman, although in a different light than I think a lot of you are going to say. That eighth inning, Vladdy doubles, Bo comes up, strikes out in three pitches, two of which were have never been anybody in anybody's strike zone, not even Andy Fletcher's. Ooh. Biggio gets called out, and then Alejandro Kirk, predictably, <laughs> uh, on the first pitch, pitch grounds out the first. I, this is... This is a 2023 Jays. Any anybody who thought there might be a reset, I didn't see any reset here, Kevin. I don't know about you. Yeah, look, I, I saw a team in the Minnesota Twins from their starter till to their closer that was not afraid to throw one through nine a fastball. That's I've been oh. talking about this for how many days, saying that it's about Kevin Gosman throwing elite velocity, which he had in good locations you know, preferably down and up and not down the middle and have good finish to your pitches. We didn't really see uh, – we saw two of the th- – we saw – well, we saw one of the three. We saw the velocity. We didn't see the other two. But, yeah, that's the lineup for me. It's it's when you're going up either you're hunting fastball and you can't hit it or you're not hunting it when you should be hunting it. That's the thing for me. And consistently it was Pablo Lopez. What'd you see? He saw a sweeper away. He saw a fastball away and a fastball up. And I as mean, you pointed out, secret. You, and as you pointed out, Pablo, Lo, that, Pablo Lopez wasn't great today. Yeah, it's okay. He I was mean, fine, it was, but he wasn't, it wasn't, do, it wasn't a dominant pitching performance from where we sat. Yeah, you could eliminate you could eliminate the inside part of the plate. You could look middle away, but middle away is sort of you know if it's not up for one of the guys in the Jays lineup, it's middle away. That's why you're you, you were seeing some of the the sweepers away, and and you know it, he was pretty obvious with the guys he didn't think could hit a fastball. He threw a bunch of those to those guys, and then it was sweepers away, right? So. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it was pretty predictable after the first time through that that's sort of what you were going to get. Then they didn't get a hit till the fourth inning, and then you mentioned it. I mean, they had chance after chance after chance after chance after chance after chance to try and get a big hit. And Alex Anthopoulos came on our show. What would he say? You know how you win? You power. win with really good pitching and power. How'd the Twins win? Really good pitching and power. So if the Blue Jays think they're going to win this series, somebody's going to have to run into one or two or three. It's going to have to happen. It just seems like because of the inability to hit the fastball to the big part of the field with backspin for extra base hits, that would tell you somebody's going to have to run into a couple. And who's it going to be, Jeff? That's the question. Uh, I, I, I mean, your guess is as good as your your guess is as good as mine. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety. The Blue Jays have lost three one to the Minnesota Twins. Kevin Gossman gave up a pair of home runs to Royce Lewis. Bark, I know one of the things you pride yourself on is you were never injured. You never spent time in the IL. I'll talk about Gossman in a minute. Kevin, you got to tell me how a dude, unless it's just, unless the fastball location, unless he was just hitting cookies, how a dude comes off the IL and hasn't played a game in like two weeks, two and a half weeks, and is hitting bombs. Yeah, look, look, I, uh, Moises Alou always used to tell me if you can hit a fastball, you'll always be able to hit a fastball. That's that's the thing. It doesn't matter if you if you haven't seen a fastball in two weeks. If you're looking for it and you're good at it, good chance you got a, chan- uh, a, a decent chance of putting it in play if it's in your zone, right? What was the first one? He tried to go... Uh, he tried to go away. He left it in with in, Ron. Yep. I've been telling you this forever that when he has issues, it's he's not finishing it and it has run, right? That thing needs to be straight for it to be located and for it to look the same as the split finger. That one didn't do that. The next one he hit, what did he want? He wanted it up. He left it right down the middle because it was running again. That's what it is. Good fastball hitters who are looking for fastballs and getting that position to hit it. You got to make really good pitches to them if you're going to throw them fastballs. If you don't, probably good chances, no matter how hard they throw it, they're going to hit it hard, and that's what happened. I hate to say this. It pains me to say this. Kevin Gosman didn't show up. Like, I hate that just pains me till no end. But for a veteran guy to basically have to be walked through, how to get through however many innings he threw is disappointing. Yeah. Like, I, I look, look, I every – if. Obviously, he was thinking about them either having something or let that umpire get between his ears. I mean, yeah, and I mean, it's and, just and Andy, Andy, listen, and, and yeah, you know, I'm looking at the college now. Hopefully, nobody's going to come on and complain about Andy Fletcher because he gave well, the he Jays, stunk. Yeah, he stunk, but he also gave the Jays a lot. Uh, he gave the Jays a lot of stunk breaks there for too. Both teams is what um, the point. I, and I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that about Gossman because there's been talk about Gossman tipping pitches with the Twins again. The Twins numbers against Gossman are outrageously good. And, and I, this is, you know, I told, I told y'all one of the reasons I didn't want this team to play the twins is because they own Kevin Gossman. Uh, I mean, I did. And, so. I, but this time, you know, Buck made a point during the telecast. I didn't see to me when, if a guy is tipping pitches, you see swings that are really unusual. You know, you see takes that are really, I didn't see that today. I just, I just saw a guy who did not have his fastball command and a team. We talked about this. You know what? The twins don't hit really well as a team. Split fingers. They don't hit the split finger as a team. So they go up there thinking, okay, one, we're not going to, 
why, you always talk about this. Why swing at it if we can't do anything with it? And two, huh, the guy's fastball location is off. 27 pitches in the first inning. 45 pitches through two innings. I, I don't think they had anything on Kevin Gossman other than the fact that, you know, that Kevin Gossman, forget the splitter, Swing of the fastball, and the fastball wasn't very good. And I, you know yeah, what? No. The, vol- the velo was there for Kevin Gossman's fastball. But you're right, man. I had, there were way too many, and this surprised me, way too many non-competitive fastballs from Kevin Gossman. Yeah, I know, way I, too many. I, I know you heard me say, because I say this a lot, <clears throat> that to get them to swing at the split finger, you got to get called strikes at the bottom of the zone. He had four of them. Yeah. And one of those is was in a 3-0 count. Yeah. That, that that for me is where they're at with that. It was enough of the saying that they got something on him. No, they were non-competitive. Yeah. Like out of the no, hand, I'm, I'm, I'm they a, were easy takes. I, 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 I Listen, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Russ in New Jersey. Why am I not surprised you're calling up, Russ? How you doing, my friend? Good, but I'm going to respectfully not disagree with you, but I, I it looked like the Twins had Dawson's uh, – you know his his pitching machine in their in, in their helmets. Look at the at bat. They, he throws two splitters. Listen, a splitter is a splitter. They the guy doesn't even flinch. Yeah, but that, they didn't even flinch. But Russ, there's no the, again. There's no point in them doing that. They, they statistically they do not hit. They know as a team they don't hit the splitter that well. I mean the the numbers. The, it, it's a very simple approach. We're not going to do anything with it. We haven't been able to do anything with it all year. We're not going to swing at it. Like I, I don't think, I, I don't think we can overthink this. I think it's a, I think it's very simple. I'll tell you this, Russ, and I'll let you continue. But I'll tell you this: I think the Twins are in Kevin Gossman's head. Oh, no question. I think they're absolutely, absolutely in his head. I think Rift he free. may, he may have them in his head more than they have his pitching machine in their head. But please continue. We can disagree. That, that that's fair. I just I just I was on one of the home runs. He let two splitters go. Another another point. A fantastic. I don't I don't want anyone to call wide Bichette run. That was a phenomenal play by Correa to come all the way basically behind second base. And you see the replay just standing there, and he just dashes over, makes a perfect throw to get Bichette by a lot at the plate. But I'm not going to blame Bichette. Once that ball goes by the third baseman, you know he's coming home again. Like you guys said, it's been the whole season. You get that leadoff. They have chances. Then you get that leadoff double by Guerrero. And, you know, two strikeouts in the ground out. And the ninth inning, when Merrifield got on, I said, where's Danny Jansen, Detroit? Three to, three to one, and you hit that two-run homer. You know so I what? Was saying, maybe, maybe, but, you know, listen, tomorrow, listen, it, like you guys said, this has been basically the whole season. Uh, you look at the Twins, I'm in the car now, but I remember that mo- every score this year, you know, we lost to them 3-2, to two. we beat them 3-1, to one. we beat them 3 nothing. you know. We didn't score many runs against them. We had that 7-6 game, the BGO game where he hit the homer. So, you know, tomorrow you, you hope Barrios doesn't come too jacked up that he's, you know, pitching in Minnesota, you know, back home where, where it all, you know, back where it all started. But you hope he pitches a good game. And like both of you guys said, they're going to have to run into some pitches and get some big swings tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully we live to play game game three on Thursday. But I, if it ends tomorrow, it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of questioning with this team because it's like you guys have said, it's been too many games 
where we just – that bat sometimes are just non-competitive. Yeah, Russ, I, I appreciate the call. Um, Kevin, I want to talk about the play with Bo mm-hmm. uh, in the – what inning was it? Sorry here. Fourth the inning. Fourth inning. Uh, two out. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier, two out runners on first and second. Well, Kirk's on first, so. Men on first and second. I don't really call them runners. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier. Hits, I, why, why should I? Kevin Kiermaier hits a fielder's <laughs> choice, and it goes under the glove of uh, Jorge Polanco at third base. Uh, Carlos Correa, who, again, hadn't played since September 18th, suffering from plantar fasciitis. Uh, it's basically a chronic condition. He comes over, backs up the play. You're right. I mean, Kevin, he he may only be playing on one foot, but he's still got a cannon. Throws Bo out at home, and it wasn't even that close. Now, to Russ's point, Louis Rivera did put up the stop sign, and Bo, Bo could not possibly have known, Kevin, where the ball was. Could he? Like, if you take a look at, he is by third base by the time the ball is by the third baseman, right? No, he's at second base. The ball was the little chopper hit from Kiermaier. The play's right in front of him. He saw the third baseman miss the baseball. The ball's behind him is when you're supposed to pick up the third baseman. What what is the third base coach, you mean? Yeah, what does every base runner tell you? The scoreboard will tell me what to do. What was the score of the game in the fourth inning with two outs, Jeff? Three one. Two to nothing. Oh, two nothing. You're right. Two to nothing. Why why would Bo Bichette with Matt Chapman coming up? Why would Bo Bichette No, it was three nothing? Knowing who's playing whatever it was. It was two nothing, wasn't it? No. Anyhow, continue. It was two nothing. It's two nothing in the third inning. That's the fourth inning rolls around. They're down two to nothing. That's sort of when the play is behind you, yeah, for me, you gotta hold up there. You gotta give your teammate a chance. Matt Chapman's coming up. I get it. But for me, anyway, that's bad base running. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I don't have any. I don't think there's any defense. I don't think there's any defense for it either. Luke in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey, how's it going, guys? Ah, you know, same old man. <laughs> I can't put it any other way. I almost felt like just saying, guys, get the uh, tape from whatever game it was. Let's just re- let's just replay the tape from from the last <laughs> Twins game. Um, yeah, I'd like to say that I was stunned surprised or shocked or I, I, this is kind of what I, this is how I expect this team to lose games, I guess is the way I'd put it. No, I agree. I was just calling to wonder what you guys thought about taking Varsho out there and putting in wit. I mean, like I know Varsho struggles that lefty lefty, but to me, he seems like the only guy who has passion in that lineup. I don't know. Well, thanks for the call. I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about passion. Passion isn't going to allow you to hit Yohan Duran. Um, I mean, I didn't have, look at that point. You're trying to get something going. It, it, it is three, one. Uh, he, he took him out. Cause thigh bar against lefties. Lefties are like six for six 46. For four. yeah. yeah. That's why he took him out. Like, and that's your, that's the time where you're going to use Merrifield. You know, I, it's like anything else you do that. You know that you're going to see Duran late in the game. Um, I'm, I mean, I got to tell you, I thought, I thought John Schneider, John Schneider made some made some really good moves here. Um, I mean, I love the way he used his bullpen. Jordan Hicks is a, he, I mean, he's a trip. Let's just put it. There's no other way to put it. You could probably use Jordan Hicks the first, second, third, or fourth inning, and and not know what the hell you're going to get out of him. Um, you know, I, again, it, it gets back to that eighth inning, 
3-1, Vladdy leads off with a double. Come on, give me a run. You, you, you've almost accidentally got to score a run. Uh, top of the order didn't do much today, by the way. Uh, 0 for 4, 0 for 7, sorry, 0 for 8 with uh, Springer reaching on an error. Uh, Springer and Belt were, were basically, uh, although Springer did scald that one ball, they were basically no-shows. And, um, you know, we've talked about this. Brandon Belt, I think Kevin, plays an outsider's role in this lineup. I don't like it. I think it's a weakness. But the fact of the matter, he does. And, you know, popping out to the catcher, strikeout looking, strikeout swinging, fly, weak fly to the shortstop. I mean, that, that's out of your number two spot. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can complain about who's hitting where. I mean, one through four had zero RBIs on the road. Against uh, one of the better pitching staffs in baseball. Like yeah, Kiermaier. You're right. Kiermaier had the. You're right. Kiermaier had the. You're right. Kiermaier had the RBI. You're right. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to win any games if that happens. They just not have the five through nine is not good enough hitters to consistently carry no. this team. So it's just it's not going to work out that way. And you were right, and I was wrong. It was three nothing, which even makes that play more dumber. Absurd. Yeah, <laughs> no, it does. That's why it was for Bo I mean, I was, I was trying to it. give him the. I was trying to give him the benefit of ah, the doubt. Know it. Maybe it's but it was. But they were down three nothing. So yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, at least give your chance, buddy, to run into one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's you know, two American, three Canadian, or two Canadian, three American, whatever. But yeah, it was three nothing. Three one was the final score uh, for the Minnesota Twins over the Blue Jays. So the Twins do not have to hear they've lost eighteen consecutive games. Vladdy and Bo, on the other hand, still haven't won a postseason game as members of the well majors. Let's put it that way. Daniel in Oakville, you're on Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker. How's it going, guys? Uh, same as the last, told the last caller. It's just Groundhog Day, my friend. Another 3-1 loss without a big hit. So two, two quick questions for you. I'll make it quick so you guys can uh, answer them as best you can. First thing, with the amount of success the Twins have had against Gosman, do you think it was the play to pitch him first? Or do you think you could have kind of brought him to the side and seen if he would have been able to go game three or game two if you needed him instead and brought Chris Bassett, who's had probably the best success recently for the pitching, starting pitching. And the second question would be, we paid George Springer all this money, Mr. October, uh, and yet again, he swung at the first pitch three of the four times he was up. Uh, I'll let you guys take it away. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll deal with the first thing first. I think Kevin, I, I mean, I, Kevin Gossman no is going to be the starter in Game One of the of the postseason, regardless. He's he's been he's been their best starting pitcher this year on balance. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get some Cy Young votes. I know that shouldn't matter in terms of necessarily in terms of of, of decision making, but if Kevin Gossman hadn't started. He, you don't you don't not start your best pitcher because the other team hits them hard. There you, you go. You, you just don't. You have you to have it. you have to have Absolutely. faith in you have to faith in the guy. Um, yeah. you, you really do. Although again, I'm going to mention this is why I wanted to see the Jays play the Rays, who lost four so nothing to so, Texas, by the way. So you're saying they they had a better chance of getting hits with runners in scoring position against the Tampa Bay Rays? Oh, well, based on what I saw today, probably. Yeah, yeah. Based on the yeah. raise today. Okay, probably. answer 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 the George Springer question. I've already answered it. I know you have. I'll let you answer it. Um again, I don't care. I mean, a hundred to me, once you get over a hundred million, it's all the same. No, it ain't. Yeah. A hundred and fifty is not a hundred. Once you get over a hundred million, it's all the same. No, it ain't. But George Springer, uh, George Springer was paid 
and is being paid to perform. We've talked about this. What, is, what, what do we say? Like, just keep George Springer healthy until September. Just keep George Springer healthy until the playoffs. Well, they did that this year. Congratulations to the high performance department. They really did. They kept old brittle George healthy <laughs> for the whole season. So nicely done. The necessary follow to that is that the dude come through. I just say this. They 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 threw him fastball after fastball after fastball. Yeah. I, Although he I did that, he did move a runner over. He don't forget now. He said yesterday that <laughs> you know moving a runner over is part of his game. He did do that. He did move a runner over to third. He so you know he 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 did do that. Uh look. Uh yeah, I I mean I it's not it's why you brought George Springer in here. Right? Same reason that frankly the Twins bought Carlos Correa in. Same reason. Same reason they brought Carlos Correa in. Um and yeah, it, it was and and I've got to tell you the way the game the way the game started tonight with Springer reaching in that air. Uh I thought that to me Felipe Alou always used to say when the first play of the game isn't made, it's over. You might as well just, that was just his thing. Might as well just stop the game. Let's go home. Uh, let's get the pitching ready for the next day. But, uh, I, I mean, other than that, yeah, George Springer, George Springer didn't do, didn't do much of anything. Um, you know, Matt Chapman had a 401 foot fly ball, which got everybody excited. But I, I mean, I didn't think it was out. I didn't think it had a chance of getting out. You know, I've, when's the last time you saw him at a home run to right center? Oh, I, I would have to look, Kev. Uh, it had been not this year. I would have to look. Junior and Scarborough, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey, hey guys. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about George Springer, but it's just like Jeff. If you say him getting 150 M's doesn't matter, like what are we talking about here? But that's what the right? market. That's what the market. <laughs> Yeah, all, all I'm saying is that's what the market the market bared. That's what it cost to sign him. If the Jays didn't give him that, the Mets were going to give him that. Like I, this is why I don't get this is why I don't get upset about how much money a dude is making because someone gave it to him. And yeah, when you get a salary like that, obviously there are expectations. But I don't I don't blame George Springer because somebody gave him 150 million. I blame him because he was 0 for four today. Uh, 0 for 4, whether he's making 100, on a $150 million contract or $50 million or 5 or whatever, I, I don't care. But the, the money thing with professional athletes has always driven me nuts. Because, you know, if you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at, the, get mad at the general managers that signed them. Yeah. What, I mean, that's just the way I look at it. Would you take 150? I'd take 150. Heck, I'd take 150,000 to do my job. Never mind 100, maybe not 150. But you know what I mean? I would take, you, you, you take what you're being paid. No, and, and that's why I just don't get this, this whole bringing up how much money a guy makes. I just don't. I, I, it's like you're do you, do blaming you, a dude for the fact that people are paying him a ton of money. So you want, do you want me to respond to this? Yeah, go ahead. That makes no sense whatsoever. Like, z- absolutely z- zero sense. They're paying him that much money because they think highly enough of him. Thought that highly this, the This time of the year, thank you, this time of the year that they would rather have him up in the ninth inning with a runner on 
to get a giant hit to help this team win a baseball game. That's why they dump a bunch of money into him, because they've seen him do it before. So absolutely it matters. Absolutely. Or they would have paid somebody else way less than that that could lead off. Why do you think John Snyder said, I'm putting you back in the leadoff spot and leaving you there? What was that, like three weeks, four weeks ago? Yeah. I, so we could get I, comfortable listen, again. I, so listen, this time I, of the year, I get it. I, I get it. But my point is, it doesn't. Nobody's the, blaming George for signing the contract the spa- for $150 million. So he's being overpaid. That's not his fault. Nobody says it is. Well, that's uh, any time. But there's expectation. When you sign it. There's expectations come with that. Uh, it's just the way it is. I'm not going to I mean, talk about you. I mean, maybe. The way I would talk about Kevin Bishio. Maybe. No, there's no baby. Maybe. <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I don't think that uh, the, the suggestion then is that the money is having an impact on how George Springer plays. Absolutely not. So well, then, what are we bring, then what are we bringing up the money for? Because there's expectations come with that. And then you brought it up that he's 0 for 4. And he's a big deal. He's a big deal because they brought him here to do not out for force. I, I again, I just think I, t- talking about how much money a dude makes is silly. You're a major leaguer. You're a major leaguer. Mitchell and Markham, you're on Blue Jays talk. I just it, it, because contract talk drives me nuts because it 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 it, 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 it just ref- people need to understand that guys get paid with the like you you and Chap talking about Chapman. The market determines what you get paid. Guys take advantage of it. That's all. Doesn't make George, it doesn't change the type of player George Springer is because he's making all that money. He's been paid for what he's done in the past. It's entirely possible. He's not that good anymore. That's not his fault. Mitchell and Markham, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Good evening, Kevin and Jeff. Uh, This is about a year of frustration coming out uh, after this loss. And I agree with so many of the things that have been said. Um, I really think Schneider himself uh, is still learning a lot about baseball and still making um, poor decisions. Two examples, I thought he took Gosman out early because he had found his groove. And then he took out Varshall to replace him with Merrifield. And if Varshall would learn to bunt and use that strength in his speed, Varshall's then he might a great get on base bunter. a little better. Varshall's a great bunter. No. I, but he's never bunted <laughs> with, with what, a right-handed what, pitcher. Hold it. How many games have you watched this year? Pitcher coming in. How many games have you watched this bunt. year? How many games have you out. watched Dalton Varshall didn't bunt? No. You've never seen him bunt. Yeah, but you're saying you've never seen him bunt this year? No, no. I've never seen him bunt against a right-handed pitcher. If you can bunt, you can bunt left, and you can bunt right-handed pitchers. So you can do both, okay? Second thing, Vladdy versus Bichette. Vladdy's got to go, okay? He's a big bat, but he's a big ego. He's out of shape. And he can't function um, on on his own in there. He's obviously been too many voices in his head, and and he can't go after an outside pitch and drive it to the to the wrong field consistently, which is what he should be doing. And also, I come back to what Barker's been saying all year long. These Jays are the stupidest hitters ever. 
They have no plan whatsoever when they come up against. They can't foul off, foul uh, third and second pitches to create extra at-bats. When they come up in the first inning, they are bloody well swinging at the first pitch. And oftentimes you have a first inning when there's five or six pitches. That's all they've, the team has seen. And then the pitcher has to go out again. So they've got to get control. They are not a good first inning guys. team. They're, you're right, right about that. They, they're okay. the first inning. They're outscored. Uh, tremendously 12 by the way i'm just going to drop in drop this in for you to further your point 12 consecutive games now they haven't scored in the first inning yeah exactly and also going on to who should have been pitching today or tomorrow it should be bassett whenever he's pitching he's got the most number of wins because the team responds best behind him they're hitting the ball and the, he's given know, up a ton of home runs. So yeah, I know, but he's got so much more control of different pitches that he might be able to befuddle some of these rookies that obviously are producing. And Toronto hasn't got any rookies that are producing at all because Atkins can't figure out how to get some power running Base, uh, baseball players into his infield and his outfield. He can do pitching okay, that's for sure. But as for a, a system, we've got virtually nothing but second basemen, um, and maybe they might be able to hit. And just a, a, a last little point. Um, uh, I don't want to see Merrifield or, or uh, Brendan uh, Belt anymore. They are totally ineffective. I want to see young kids that can hit the ball, that can run, that will play defense. And last of all, when he took out I thought Marshall, you said that was um, last. He, he's weakens his outfield and we've seen it three or four times in the last month where Merrifield couldn't get the balls that Varshall would have had easily and it would have made a difference in the game so you can see by my emotion it's a whole year of stuff and I'm just not a kid that's um, looking at this I played ball for 50 years I've had coaches with Roger Nielsen and how the hell's Roger Nielsen was a Uh, hockey coach championship in 1967, uh, playing baseball for Canada and was on the first team that ever won a game in the U.S. in in their tournaments. So I know my baseball. And the one rule that we always, always stuck by, and Barker agrees with me, is that when you're behind, you aren't swinging at the first pitch. You're not swinging until they throw you a strike. And if you go back to the Horwitz at bat with bases loaded in Colorado, you go back to today, so many Bichette's at bat, they're swinging at first pitches when they're behind. They should never be doing that. So I call them the stupidest hitters in baseball. That's my comment for tonight. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mitchell. Be well. Thank you. So, Barker, why don't you take that call? (laughs) Hey. Mitchell's frustrated. Oh, he is. Well, uh, he's allowed. He's allowed he's to allowed. be frustrated. The, the Varshall thing. Some of thing, that I don't agree with. Now but... the Varshall thing. I mean, I, I, you you pointed out you've got to get a you've got to get a dude on base there. You know, I, I have to admit I didn't think about. It didn't occur to me about Varshall bunting in that particular situation. I I hadn't even I hadn't even thought of it. Um, we've seen him do it before. But... I, th- I think he, I think he has a bench with a right-hander on it. I think there's a lefty on the mound who never or rarely gives up a hit against the lefty. The odds of Dalton Varsho getting a hit or possibly getting on pace against that lefty is slim. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I and I but I, I do agree with the call. I when you the one thing that happens when you do take Varsho out and put Merrifield in, you uh, you do what you do weaken the outfield defense. But um, you're you're playing you're playing to try to get something going at that point. And Dalton Varsha did not did not have very did not have good at bats tonight. I mean, I don't know how he can complain about taking Kevin Gosman out and not allowing him to face the, the top of the order yeah, for the I would. third time. Like, they couldn't mm, wait no. till it rolled around so they could take him out. Like, he's just not good today. Yeah. I, uh, I you know, we, we can quibble about the decision to take Kevin Gossman out in that playoff game against Seattle. I don't think there's any quibble with I, getting him out here. And as a matter of fact, if you're looking for a bright light today uh, out of this game, the bullpen, I thought, was really good. And I, and unbelievable. I, uh, Chad Green, you know, we don't know. This series could end tomorrow. This series could end tomorrow, but um, I, I I liked what I I liked what I saw out of the bullpen. You know, I think Jordan Hicks is going to drive me nuts. I don't know how in anybody's right mind by watching this game they could blame John Snyder. Yeah, I I I think did, you have to. Did rip. anybody watch them hit? You know what? The people are always going to blame the manager. Uh, before we take a break, I want to go to Kevin Gossman. Uh, Kevin Gossman talking to the media, talking about where the team, the Blue Jays, go from here. After how you guys felt at the end of last wildcard series, does that motivate you to not feel that way again? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, obviously we're trying to win tomorrow to keep this thing going and um, have to. So, you know, we know that. We've been in this situation last year. You know, last year we came out with our hair on fire last year too in game two. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can do that again. Uh, that was Kevin Gossman. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, hair on fire. I just get a hit. I don't care. I don't need anybody's hair on fire. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's desperation time. John Schneider, by the way, saying that everybody is available tomorrow, um, with the exception of Kevin Gossman, if they, it, with it being an elimination game. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, it, you're right, you know, Kevin, and it does pain me because anybody who listens to this show knows what we feel about Kevin Gossman and how, how good he's been for this team, but uh, I, you got to post up, man. Twins are living rent-free, Jeff. Oh, they are. Rent-free. Rent he if, had nothing to do with tipping pitches. It, that had nothing to do with it. If only somebody, if only <laughs> somebody in Toronto had been telling people that they wanted no part of the Twins, if only there was a voice in the wilderness. If only some talk show host or something. Oh, the same was one warning, that says money. Was the warning, same one that, was warning you about the twins. The same one that says money don't matter. How about that? Eh. You are what you are. 416-870-05. And it is what it is. 416-870-0590. Star 591 triple A triple six zero five ninety. The Toronto Blue Jays have lost the first game of the best of three wild card. Three one to the Minnesota Twins. Jose Barrios against Sonny Gray tomorrow. Game three, if necessary, goes Thursday. Congratulations to my Minnesota Twins for ending their 18 game, 18 consecutive game losing streak. And uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays, you're now in the clock. 5-0, and Vladdy and Bo still haven't won a postseason game. And the clock is ticking. The service time clock is ticking. We'll take a break and come back. Take a look at the other games being played today. 
Hmm. I wonder how those Rays did. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan and the Sportsnet radio network. Yeah, it seems like it's been fitting for a while. Um, you know, I thought overall the game, you know, we, we played a good game and didn't, you know, didn't get the breaks that we needed to, you know, in these type of games, you know, damage is, is a big part of it and a couple homers got you. But, you know, I think that this group is, you know, overall you look at the, the body of work and how many times that we have been in this situation, it seems like a lot. And I know they're going to come out ready tomorrow. I just wish they'd stop. That's all. Just stop. Uh, taking a look around the out-of-town scoreboard, there are, uh, or there were three other games today, wild-card games. Uh, Mr. Barker's Rays were humbled by the Texas Rangers. The Rays making four errors in that game. Oof. Four nothing, Texas won, and as we all predicted, Jordan Montgomery has emerged as the early star of the postseason. Arizona-Milwaukee, they're just going to bludgeon each other. 3-3 in the bottom of the third, and we will join Miami and uh, Philadelphia in progress at the bottom of the hour at 8.30 following the conclusion of Blue Jays' talk. So the numbers is always 416-870-0590, 888-666-0590-590. By the way, those Twins unis, solid. You got to admit, Barker, those Twin Cities uniforms are solid. No answer from Barker. <laughs> you know, fun, I don't care. You know, Jeff, fun, I don't man. care. I'm trying care. to. I'm trying I to. I picked the Jays to win in two. Well, I did too. I don't well, care. You picked it to win in two. Yeah. Well, that was just dumb. I picked them to win in three. Had they played the Rays, I would have picked them to win in two. I can't. But I can't again, wait then to. we don't want to play the Rays because the House of Horrors. We don't want to go anywhere. Near. Curtis and uh, Barry, I mean, you're on Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker. Hey guys, I just got a. Quickly warn you here, I'm not in the Baseball Hall of Fame like one of your last callers, but I'll do my best here. So uh, I uh, I got to play a bit of a devil's advocate here. Like, I, I, all all super valid points. Like, you know, um, Gosman didn't have his stuff. The top of the order stunk, all that. But, like, I can't help but look back. And you're, like, John Schneider nailed it. Like, at the body of work here, a um, couple homers got you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Chapman hits that two feet more and it's a completely different game and the Jays out hit the twins in my opinion like the twins defense won this game and the Jays didn't necessarily lose it if that makes any sense so I'll hang up and listen thanks guys yeah I, I mean listen the Jays the Jays play the Jays the Jays have been a good defensive team all all year mm-hmm. uh, the Jays have been a good pitching team all year uh, Kevin Gossman was hurt by two pitches. They just happened to be home runs, which is never a good thing. The bullpen, the bullpen was fine. Uh, but offensively, you know, with all due respect, they got a lot of hits. They didn't get any of that mattered. I, I, I mean, they didn't, I I've used, I'm going to trademark this phrase. Cause I've used the phrase empty calories to describe this offense all year. Cause that's what all these stats are to me. I don't care. You out hit the twins. You lost three, one. Um, it, I, you know, look, this wasn't, this wasn't a tire fire. This wasn't a mess of a game. This is this is kind of the way you expect playoff baseball to be when you got two dudes pitching who are among the league leaders in strikeouts and you got one team that can't beg, borrow, or steal a hit. I mean, that that's 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 just the way it is. And do I think the Blue Jays have a chance tomorrow? Of course they've got a chance tomorrow. Absolutely. Because they've got Jose Barrios going, and we know that they're going to play a clean game. But 
somebody's got to come up with a big hit, Parker. Yeah, Sonny Gray's thrown 184 innings. He's given up eight homers. Eight. So you're saying there's no chance. Homers. Well, I'm saying they might need to hit a couple of homers. Well, and, and I'm this also this dude never gives up homers. Well, that's you know, see, there you go. I was trying to you you and we were both on the same page about this. As as good as Pablo Lopez has been, we both said the same thing. The the game that we kind of went yeah, was Sonny Gray. And now we're going yeah, about a game that could end the Blue Jays season and extend the Bo and Vladdy losing streak to 0 6. He's got he's got three he's got three different fastballs and a sweeper. That's, that's nightmarish. I cannot believe we've been on the air for ah forty five minutes. It took forty five minutes for someone to call up. Can I say his name? No, no, no. Jacob in Mississauga. <laughs> Billy and Markham. I don't know where <laughs> Billy and Markham is. I don't want to know where Billy. Billy, you can call up anytime. You know I love you. you. Me, I love Jeff. you like you a brother. Got me. But yeah, you I know you did. <laughs> Jacob in Mississauga, though, you've got the you you want to ask us the question that I've been waiting all night for someone to ask. Go ahead. Yeah, like wouldn't it be nice to have a rookie stud hitting home runs? Like, where is David Snyder? Is this guy dead? What's John Snyder doing with these lineups? He made fumble after fumble last year in the Seattle series, and the guy just put on a disaster class today. I don't care about the bullpen. You don't win games one to nothing. You win games seven three. You need runs, and we you know what Brandon Bell didn't do it. And Josh Schneider's got to take some accountability here. We had a rookie stud carry us basically. This team would not be in the postseason without David Schneider. Can I just ask you? Ju- on the bench. Okay, just hang on, Barker, because I know you you love the stat. What has David Schneider done lately? What has he done lately? Yeah, what was it? He was over thirty one going into. Yeah, he, uh, he hit one fifty four in September. Yeah, he was over thirty one going into the. Yeah. I believe the last game of the season. Yeah, uh, Jacob. With all due respect, he's not very good. Um, I mean, he's not, he's, he's a guy who hasn't hit in September when the team needed somebody like he, he's, he, he's, he's, he's going to be in the team next year. I have no doubt. He's going to be in the team next year. I'm not entirely certain. I want him starting in a playoff game next year or the year after, or the year after that. Um, I, and I know people, Hey, people in this city, they fell in love with Munonori Kawasaki. That they people love the story. They love the mustache. I get it. I I and and you know, good and Davis Schneider for plugging along and making a career. It's like the Miami Marlins have John Bertie, a guy who was a Jays farmhand, 32nd round pick. He's playing good for these guys. That's great. But Jacob, come on, you cannot honestly tell me in Jacob's drop. You you folks, you can't tell me that you looked at that game and said, you know what the Jays needed to break out of that? They needed Davis Schneider. Am I wrong here, Barker? Am I being a killjoy? The first four guys didn't have an RBI. He ain't going to hit in the first four spots. If the first four guys in the first four spots don't do something tomorrow, they'll be on the plane back to Toronto. Jamie and Stovall. Oh, you've yeah, been waiting all year to talk to Barker about this. I'll, uh, Jamie, I'm going to give you the floor. I'm just going to leave the room and go get some co- coffee. Barker, you're on your own with this guy. Trust me. Go ahead, Jamie. 
Thank you very much. Uh, Parker, you said you wanted to hear someone try to blame John Schneider tonight. And I no know point. that isn't what you meant. And I am going to blame John Schneider, but not for what he did tonight, for what he's done all season and even back to last year, too. Maybe it's all days management. How you can have these guys hitting balls off the wall, not hustling out of the box, getting thrown out at second, or running through stop signs at third, and they never get benched. Because maybe if John Snyder had benched one out Bowler Vladdy earlier tonight or earlier in the season, we wouldn't have had this happen in the playoffs. It happens. You know who doesn't get thrown out at second base try, after they tried to turn it like that? They had a home run? Kevin Kiermaier and George Snyder because they were brought up in a different system. Toronto coddles its sports players. Do you mean George Springer, not George Schneider, unless... Sorry, yes, sorry. Yeah, Springer. okay, thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so go ahead. But I just, I just want to hear what you guys have to think about whether we are too easy on them. I, Floor is yours, Kevin. I, do you, you want me to respond to that? Well, yeah, it, 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 yeah. that's what the... There, there ain't no chance says. in hell. There ain't no chance in hell he's, he's benching Bo Bichette. Not a chance. He moved him from the two hole to the seventh hole. But it's going to make him last, play better, last Kevin. Year. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's got to walk year. by him and, and yeah, and slap him in the face. And you know, it's, we 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 need you to try harder and pay attention to the third base coach. Stop leading the American League hits. Like, I, okay, if you want to blame the manager, go for it. Me, I've been in clubhouses. I would rather blame the hundred and fifty million dollar man. Oh, there man. you go, bringing up the money that. again. Yeah, because it's you're just another sour former ball player pissed off at a dude making a lot of money. Instead of people wanting John Snyder to bench his best players, you're okay. That's that's don't be that's what you guys want. Don't it ain't never gonna happen. Don't be an angry former player. It ain't upset at dudes making money. It's it's unbecoming of you. Once again, I mean, occasionally you're going to say some things that will make you scratch your head. You've been wearing that one out for about 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. I'll I've move been on. scratching my head for 15 minutes. I know, and you and you don't have enough hair to do that. 416-870-0590, star 590, what triple eight triple six zero five. John should fire you. Uh, John's going to bench me tomorrow. John's going to bench me tomorrow, and he's wants me to go out and Punch somebody tomorrow when I'm in first base and try harder. And because if I try harder, maybe I'll be able to hit a pitch I haven't been able to hit for the first 16 years of my career. 416 870 star 591 Folks, the good news is there is a second game tomorrow. The world has not ended yet. That the earliest that can happen is tomorrow night. Uh, so relax. Robin Hamilton, you're gonna you're gonna bring this down a little bit, right? You're gonna you're gonna uh, you you're, you're going to establish a sense of uh, decorum here and kind of bring us back to earth, right? Because you're, uh, you're, fr- you're from you're because you're from the Hammer. You're one. Yeah. You, you and I are from the Hammer. We're we're exactly. regular people, not like these other phony baloney <laughs> folks from Toronto and the other parts of the world. So go exactly. ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So we listen. This team has been playing like this all year long. And the previous caller was saying bench players. You're not going to do it on a playoff game. When you get Springer going 5-0, and when you go uh, Belt going 4-0, and when you got Biggio doing uh, basically nothing and Guerrero doing nothing, I understand Bo Bichette, you know what, he was hitting singles and doubles. And you know what, he was, he was taking the pitches. We don't take the pitches. And then all of a sudden we get 
Guerrero on second with no out. But uh, Bo comes up and starts swinging like he's going to pull his shoulder. What are you doing? What are you doing trying to be a hero like that? It's simple baseball. It's simple baseball. Get you got 24 hours to get your head in this game. Like you run over third. You've been playing like that all year. Not only him, other players. You run past her trying to make it home. What the hell are you doing? It's going to be bases loaded with Chapman. Okay, I know he hasn't been playing great, but you know what? At least give it give it a chance. This team has to learn how to play as a team. And it shows when the batters are going up there, they're not. They're playing for themselves. When you got guys running bases and that, it's, you know what? They got 24 hours. And I don't blame the manager. He, we only got, they only got a six hit. We, they only got five hits off us. Five. Thank God for a bullpen. And, and I know it was two home runs, but only five. Yeah, we only got six or seven, whatever it was. But, guys, you guys need to wake up and stop. You know, the, the pitches, the first two pitches, they were hitting them 60% of the time. That is unacceptable. Work the count. But unbelievable. You got 24 hours to get your head in the game, and hopefully these guys start understanding you don't need to crack it, you know, over 300 feet and that. Just small ball, guys. That's all I got to say. Go Jays, and hopefully we get it small. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Uh Bo's at bat in the eighth after Vladdy doubles. Uh, you know you're going to get a sweeper. Uh, you're going to get sweepers galore from uh, from Griffin Jacks. Did you think, did Bo try too hard to be the cleanup hitter in the Toronto Blue Jays in that at bat? I mean, he swung, he swung at two pitches that were not, again, even not even Andy Fletcher. Well, he might have called the one. But I was going to say, not even Andy Fletcher would have called him strikes. Did you think that maybe that was, that may have been one of the few times we saw Bo kind of come out of come out of himself yeah. a bit? Yeah, I think we got to remember too. Griffin Jacks had a pretty good year. He's like, had a really he, oh, he's, he's that bullpen is good. Yeah, it's he's not the easiest kid. No. Like if you're if you're a right-handed hitter, yeah, it's not the it's not the easiest at bat. So we got to remember there is a dude standing on the mound who's got pretty good stuff. Who yes, you know, knows what your weaknesses are and knows how he's trying to attack you and where he wants the ball to end up. Right. That that's the ultimate sentence right there is where he wants it to end up. Do I think maybe he chased knowing that they're down three to one? And he's hitting cleanup. Absolutely. Like that's. I've said this to you. They don't have a cleanup hitter. That, that, I mean, I know they're putting Bo in there, and I know Jeff Blair has been yelling and screaming. The, the Boy, this lineup would be so much better if Bo Bichette was hitting cleanup. Yeah, that's because Jeff Blair's never tried to hit cleanup. It's not the easiest thing to do just to stick anybody in the cleanup spot. So, And I that at bat there is sort of what, what I think people that have tried to do that We'll tell you that sometimes that's what it's going to look like when you're not just used to doing it. Bo's an unbelievable hitter. Yeah, my point with Bichette in the cleanup spot was when you're playing for the beginning, I want my best hitter cashing in the runs. You're right. He's not a cleanup hitter. And I'm not no. saying that I want Bo to be the cleanup hitter going forward. I don't. But in this team, there's nobody else I want up with runners in, in scoring I, I position. Agree. I agree with you. That was my you. point about yeah, Bo. Yeah. If yeah. they had if they had made a deal, if they'd brought in a, another hitter or, or signed somebody in the offseason, then no, I don't want. My my whole point with Bo hitting cleanup <laughs> is that he's the only guy in that lineup I trust to get a hit. I I, I can't put it any other way. And I, and quite often, doesn't do me any good having him get a hit in the number two spot and finishing the inning standing in third because nobody else has been able to drive him in. 
Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, that's can't argue that. Uh, and, and we saw today, you know, the the two hits that he got, the, the the poke to right field, only Bo in this team. Nobody in this team guessed at that ball. No, no, but few guys in baseball do. And then of course he he ran ran into the out at uh, he ran into the out of home plate. But yeah, I I that at bat in the eighth inning, I, when you see at bats like that, you realize the <laughs> difference between a dude who is. One, he's a great hitter. He's the best hitter in your team. He's one of the best hitters in the American League. But he's not a run producer. I thought and you, you realize said, that now. I, 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 I realize said, that now. I thought you said the RBI was a team stat. It is a team why stat. You, why are you pointing out individuals? It's a team stat, but you got to have somebody why, why? who you got to have somebody who brings it in. Oh, oh, so it matters. It only matters when they don't get it done. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. That, let's that, have an analytics. That let's matters. have an analytics debate with that three minutes left matters. in the show. That stat only matters when they don't get it done. Yeah. You're so predictable. Boy. <laughs> you really. I'm are. right. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm with you. Well, like I said, I've seen this game. Well, I've I've seen this game a thousand times before. I I just have. I I've. It's. Yeah. I've seen that inning at least 100 times. Well, I'm going to play 162 games, probably yeah. 40 times. Um, I, I've just seen we, that. And and it gets it gets predictable. It gets predictable we've said after this, a while. We've said this a bazillion times. Tomorrow's no different. Jose Barrios is the most important guy on that team. Oh, yeah. If he does not hold them down scoreless until like the fifth or sixth inning to give the Blue Jays a chance, Sonny Gray is going to carve them up for a while. He, the Jose Barrios is going to have to give that lineup a chance to get a hanger. And hopefully whoever's up there is good at hangers. That's it. That's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much where we are. That's pretty much where we are. Again, the Jays three, one losers to Minnesota, the first game of this best of three series, John Schneider saying that, uh, everybody is available tomorrow. It'll be all hands on deck with the exception of Kevin Gossman, it will be a 4:38 Eastern first pitch. Ben Wagner and Chris LaRue will have a call of the game for you on Sportsnet 590. The fan, of course, the game will be across uh, the Sportsnet family of television stations. God, that television station sounds like so makes me sound old. Anyhow, I don't know why. Uh, it'll be across the, all the Sportsnet, all the Sportsnet channels. Sportsnet.ca uh, is your one-stop shop. For all Blue Jays coverage during the postseason. And of course, we here in Sportsnet 590, the fan will have you covered all day tomorrow leading up to game two of this best of three wildcard series. So, for all of us here at Blue Jays Talk, for Kevin and me, thank you for joining us. We will uh, give way now to uh, the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. While the team makes a push in the postseason, make sure you are prepping your ride for cold weather with Crown, Canada's number one rust protection. Book your appointment today at crown.com or visit the location nearest you.